0: Are we going to call it a podcast? Is it, I mean, do you want to make it a podcast or do you want to make it a video?
1: Well, I'm not going to record video.
0: I'm well, gonna then just, I'm
1: saying I'm going to put up some pictures. That's
0: what I'm saying. Do we want to like graph make graphics and do it or do we just want to make it a podcast?
1: Um, I think we'll just make it. It'll be like a series of podcasts. Yeah, that's what I was. Thinking. But also available in video. Not with video, I mean... I mean, I'm going to put it on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. The video will be pictures. Exactly. Alright. Should we have a name for the podcast? Uh, massive Pod, I don't know. Massive Cast. Yeah, there you go. Alright. Massive
0: Score Casting.
1: Massive... Welcome to the Massive Score Podcast, Episode 1. Uh, please enjoy this uh, theme music. <laughs> Alright, so that was the Musical thing stylings. I'm gonna have to cut that into everything we ever record. The musical stylings of Christopher Frederick. Uh there are two hosts. I'm a host. And there's no guests. No guests. <laughs> the two hosts. Uh one, of course, is myself, Chris. And the other's me, Desmond. Uh Desmond is a lifelong friend of mine. I've known him since I was a uh, baby. That's about right. We were both in the hospital at the same time. I think so. And we <clears throat> I think we actually became friends like in pre-K or something like that. Uh if you've seen either the 40-hour films we've done or the videos we've done on the other channel on the uh humanizing the badge, he is the one that filmed all that.
0: Yeah, I make the camera and the pictures move.
1: He makes the camera where the pictures move, etc. So, uh, our first discussion today is we're going to call uh, Can You Save It, is that right? Can You Save It. Can You Save It. We're going to be talking about movie series that were either bad or mediocre and going to and that still have potential future releases in that world or in that universe. And we're going to talk about whether or not they can actually be saved or not. Yeah, right, exactly. Because if they can, because sometimes, you know, a movie can leave a really bad taste in your mouth and just nobody ever wants to see you try to do that again. Like Howard the Duck.
0: Howard the Duck.
1: (sighs) They're not, like, even though Howard the Duck was in Guardians of the Galaxy, they're not going to make another Howard the Duck.
0: I hope not. Well, maybe. <laughs>
1: See, you said I hope not. Like, no, it's not... I really don't think they would try. Like, it's just going to be a little joke.
0: Yeah, it's an in-joke. And um, the other thing is, it's not about movies we would rage at. Like, there's The Hobbit. You could, you could save The Hobbit by making changes to it. Yeah. But it's already done. Those aren't changes we can make now. We can't make another movie that's going to take three hours of my life
1: back. Right. So, we're just going to focus on movies that... Either we know they're making another one or there's actually the potential for it. They're not going to make another Hobbit. Like They might remake The Hobbit 100 years from now or 50 years from now, like way down the line. But we're just going to talk about movies that are more current things we know are coming. Uh, So what uh, movie franchise should we talk about first? Uh, how about Terminator? Genesis. Genesis, Genesis, yes. Term Terminator Genesis. That's correct. Alright, so the last one was called Terminator uh, Salvation. Salvation. Which... Uh, it was all in the future. Christian was Bell all in was the future. Uh, John Connor. Christian Bell was John Connor.
0: CGI Arnold. CGI
1: was, Arnold was the governor at the time. That's right. And the real Arnold was in the movie. <laughs> That's correct. It had we Michael Ironsides. It did have Michael Ironsides. So. It had uh, Chekhov. Oh, yeah, Chekhov. He played Kyle Reese. And it also had... Um, Sam Worthington. Avatar guy. Sam, yes, Sam Worthington. That's right. Cripple Avatar. Avatar yeah, was Cripple in it. Avatar, man. Um, and Helen
0: Barton Carter, for um, some reason. Yeah, for some reason, Helen Barton Carter. <laughs> Who had a perfect accent in the movie, but yet still made robots that were shitty. Yeah. We're talking.
1: Yeah. So... If you couldn't tell from the way we were talking, that movie wasn't that great.
0: Well, and here's the thing. It (laughs) wasn't that great, but it wasn't the piece of shit for me that T3 was. T3... T3 was not good. T3 was horrible. T3 was real bad. They tried to bring in Arnold to save it, and it just made it worse because it drug him down.
1: Yeah. Yeah, T3 was bad. I think T2 might be my favorite. T one was really good, but I really like Terminator two.
0: Well, I te- I take it that you like Terminator two because the first one wasn't called T one; it was Terminator. Whatever, it's the Terminator. So T1. by calling it T one, you already know T two is the superior I'm movie. I meant to
1: say T one thousand.
0: No, he's not a T one thousand. But uh... <laughs> isn't that is not that not right? It's the T one thousand. Yeah. What is what is he? The T eight hundred. T
1: eight hundred. Yeah, I think so. What's the T one thousand?
0: There's a T one thousand. T one thousand is the. It's the guy. Is that no? He's T two thousand, right? We we'll have to Google this later. Is there at one thousand?
1: Let's Google it. Let's Google. We
0: have the internet. It shows you we're <laughs> having a podcast about movies. Oh man, and, uh, and I don't we, know what it's. We don't T-1000 even is. know. All right, because the T X was the. Yes, was the T one
1: thousand was the liquid metal dude. Yeah. So Terminator two. Judgment Day. Judgment Terminator Day. two. Judgment Day. Yeah, Terminator two is good.
0: Lyndon Hamilton was amazing. Edward Furlong, who went on to do other movies with Bill Zang, directed by you, a bowl, after that that I'm aware of. <laughs> uh, Attack on John Fur, that's the only one I'm aware of that he did after that that I like. Wow. Even a little bit.
1: Even a little bit. But right. Eddie Furlong. So, do we know if Genesis acknowledges that the last one even happened?
0: Yeah, I mean, Judgment Day... Is it a
1: continuation or is it a reboot? It's a soft reboot, I feel like. I feel like the way that they're doing, from what I've seen in the trailers, it kind of feels like they're trying to pull a Star Trek. Sort of. Where they're going back in time and trying to change the past. Yeah. And trying to also say, well, this is because of what happened in the future of the original movies that we're trying to fix it by going back. So they're like starting over Without trying to just destroy what already happened.
0: They're trying to save the two good movies and wipe out the (laughs) other ones. I mean, that's honestly what they're doing. Which is a good plan. They're going to time travel to before T3 was made and everything (laughs) happens. I'm not shitting you. Everything happens there, I think. Wow. I'm not up to date on this movie because I'll be real honest. Until the last trailer, I had no want for this at all.
1: Well, from what I know is... Terminator goes back in time. They send the Terminator back in time. That's
0: right. They send Well, they send a, they send a young Terminator yeah. back in time. And I guess that's... And
1: to protect Sarah Connor.
0: No, to attack Sarah Connor. John Connor's the bad guy in this one. The future John Connor is the bad guy. Oh, no, I
1: know. That's why I said they sent Terminator back.
0: To kill her, not save her.
1: In this movie, he, he saves her.
0: No, the old one saves her. The old one's oh, still yeah, there yeah, from yeah. the original timeline. Oh, line.
1: okay. See, I thought they were saying... I thought, okay, from what I thought I read, is that they sent a Terminator back. Well, let's look it up, internet. To when when Sarah Connor was a child. That's right. And that Terminator, like, helped raise her. Oh, that's correct, yes. But I'm saying,
0: in in the trailer, old Arnold that we see is the one that's been raising her. Right. Okay, yes. Yes, old Arnold in the movie is protecting her. You're talking that, they sent him back when he was young, yes.
1: And then they explain it by saying that... This is an advanced Terminator that has aging skin to look more realistic, so that's why he's old.
0: Well, according to Cameron, <laughs> uh, the Terminator would age because the material that he's made of on the outside is organic. Oh, okay. So he ages naturally. Okay. Now, I don't know if that means eventually the skin, like, degrades and falls off and the skeleton underneath is just aged whatever little bit it does. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of weird to me, but that's not the really thing. The thing, I guess, for me is, will this movie, are they going to fuck? The timeline so bad now that you can't save it because it's going to wipe out part of T two and T one. I mean, yeah,
1: it's a, it's a soft reboot. Yeah, it is going to wipe stuff out.
0: It's going to wipe out everything. I mean, now that I think about it, I, again, I had no want to see it. So now that we're talking about it, I'm starting to think a little bit more. in.
1: yeah, um, I don't know. From the trailers, it just I didn't, I didn't think it looked good. It looks good. I think that's fair.
0: It looks good. Now, visually, it looks awesome to me. There's good explosions. It seems paced. But it seems to give a lot away, too. Like, do I want to go see it? I don't know about that. Right. But is it going to be able to save this franchise it has been bogged down with one spectacular movie, one good movie, two crappy movies? Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to save it with one movie. Yeah. Even if it's great. Even if we're everyone on the internet that has keyboards is wrong.
1: Yeah, that's true. I guess what would have to happen is, with this movie, what they really need to do is just convince people that it's good enough to watch whatever they put out next. Yeah. And then whatever movie they put out next might be the one that makes you think, all right, these are all really good movies. Like this storyline. Yeah, if
0: you can, if they can get to the point where people will go, okay, it's tied into 1 and 2, mm-hmm. and, but it's going to work around it, like they do with Star Trek. I almost said Star Wars there. Um, Then, yeah, I think I would buy into that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about Arnold. Like, it it concerns me. I don't want CGI Arnold. Me neither. But I don't want old man Arnold running around unless he's really good in this, which he should be. He's still phenomenal. Yeah. But they have to let him breathe. They have to let him do what he did in the first two and take the movie on his shoulders and carry it. Because they don't have Linda Hamilton there to also share the screen. They don't have Robert Patrick there to also share the screen and be menacing. The new guy that they have being menacing, if it is the same actor all through it, he's not Robert Patrick. Right. He's not going to replace that. I mean, this guy filled in for David Duchovny on the X-Files. Now, given there was a drop in quality, (laughs) it was still a solid-ass show. Yeah. That's not an easy feat. That's true. And so, I mean, he didn't act a whole lot, people felt like, in the movie, but he really did. And the acting so far in the last two movies has been horrible. Yeah. And it's not bad actors, either.
1: No. Like, Christian Bale's a great actor, but I feel like the only reason they even got him is because he was hot at the time. Like, ooh, everybody loves Christian Bale movies. Well, I mean, the same thing
0: with Sam Worthington. Like, the only reason he played...
1: He was really in everybody's mind at the time.
0: It was just crammed full of things for me. I mean, they, they really crammed too many characters in there. If it had all been about John Connor, it would have been fine. But bringing in Kyle Reese and having all this, it was an interesting subplot that never went anywhere. And I don't think if they continued that storyline, it would have been anywhere. It would have maybe Anakin does.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could see that too. So
0: anyway, how would they save it? Let's Let's discuss that. How would they save it? That's a long-ass pause we have. Yeah, Did you notice that? Because that? that, that, that's, 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 that's a the hard thing. Pause.
1: It's hard to think of how they could save it. I think we should just answer if they can, not not how how we would save it. Okay. I feel like they can. As long as this story sets up a good sequel to this that I assume will be called Exodus. That would be perfect. <laughs> Terminator Exodus with a Y somewhere. Exodus yeah. or something. Uh, they could make another Terminator. Um I think, with Arnold's age, maybe if Exodus was the final one, too. well, the
0: final one for him, if they could pass the torch somehow, I'd be fine yeah. with it. If it became no, because listen, if it became the human resistance, if they focused on that part of the story, and it was badass John Connor that they went from evil, stopped him, saved the past, have him. Judgment day happens, and then he leads the war. Humans versus robots—that's something we don't see. I mean, we see yeah. robot on robot, we see human on human, but humans versus robots—I
1: could see that too. But I think I think one of the problems with Terminator in general is okay. If you look at Star Trek, the old like the old movies or the new movies, whichever one you want to talk about, the point of them is that the the bad guys are different in every movie, or even in every episode. Sometimes you'll have the same enemies come back after a while. But it's not like every Star Trek movie is them fighting the Klingons or something like that. It's not the same enemy over and over again. With Terminator, it's always the people versus the robots. And even though you don't get to see that war, the you know the, the resolution that they always come up with in those movies is the only way we can stop this is to send someone back in time. Right. So... Well, how many times can you do that before it's like, okay, we've seen you guys try to stop the robots in six different movies now.
0: Yeah. I I don't
1: want to see that anymore.
0: (laughs) Well, I think the Sarah uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles was a good point. That it stayed pretty much in the present. Right. You know, in in its own time. And it was good in that. And that's what I'm saying. If we can stay in one location and have it out, it's fine. Because you raised an interesting point. It's not humans fighting the robots in these movies. That's, that's what's on the surface. But the real thing is, humans are fighting Judgment Day. They are fighting the apocalypse. Right. That's what it's about. The reason why the Terminators are scary to me in these movies is because they're massive hulking creatures or they're perfect infiltration, copycat, clone, killing machines.
1: Right.
0: That's been done twice, both ways, and it's really interesting. I like seeing just one Terminator is menacing when he's out to get just one person, that's fine because it it ties the story together. right. Judgment Day kills the race. Terminator kills the person. Keep it there. right. But if Judgment Day happens, what happens after that? I mean, you have people fighting people, then you have people fighting robots. I mean all that's going to happen at once. You keep it there it's still a Terminator story. We still get the robots. But Judgment Day is past. We we get over the big baddie. That's the hump for me. That's why they have the time travel. Is always to stop Judgment Day. It's not to stop a Terminator. Right. So get Judgment Day out of the fucking way. Yeah. And you have a whole storyline that you haven't explored. That everyone goes. That scene in T two when you saw the playground get blown away and it was Judgment, and then the robot steps on the skulls. Holy shit! Show me that. Right. Make make that a thing.
1: Yeah. I think that's that's good that might yeah
0: but yes you can save it I think I think
1: think definitely I think that's our agreement is that we could definitely save Terminator
0: even if it's misspelled robots have bad grammar spell check dies
1: spell check dies in the future and then Genesis is spelled weird
0: yeah that's what happens yep um oh here's a big one um next thing Good segue there, Desmond. Um,
1: The next thing is... The prequels. Alright, this is going to be the rest of the episode. (laughs) We're only going to talk about two movies per video, apparently, because we're now 17 minutes in, and we're going to start talking about the Star Wars prequels. Okay, so where should we start? Should we talk about what's wrong with the prequels?
0: Well, no, because it's not can we remake them. What I was thinking when I suggested the topic was... Given the expanding universe we're going to have. Right. That they're bringing on with J.J. and Kennedy and the mouse all together. They're making these solo films. We're going to get at least one more trilogy. They're talking about TV shows. We're going to have animated features. The spinoff movies. Yeah. Is there is there I'm anything they can, can do right. to tie, to recon a little bit the prequels into the main storyline and make them a little bit better even? Or bring them up to canon level with the rest of everything that we're seeing or hopefully we'll see. I mean, from everything we've seen for episode seven, it looks like it's gonna be awesome. Right. Now, say it is. We're just going with the assumption that seven is Great. Four yeah, four, five, six good. Right. Can they do anything further to help those prequels to bring them back up? Can they save that?
1: Um it's weird because like for some reason my first thought was it'd be interesting if um, they, I guess, it, I can't imagine how they would do this, but if they like organically brought up midichlorians and then brought up the fact that that was an old way of learning, that like there were people that thought that was how you measured that, and then it was later on that they realized that it was just something <clears throat> that people can be in tune to instead of something you can measure. Yeah. Something like that, you know, so it's like, oh, well, that's... Even make it seem like maybe during 1, 2, and 3, because I think they only actually mentioned midichlorians in the first episode. One time. And they don't mention it again for the rest of the trilogy. It'd be interesting if they actually revealed that it was during that time that they realized that that was inaccurate. Yeah, something. some kind of pseudoscience. You know, Dr. Yeah. Oz said midichlorians
0: are good for you. Yeah. They or, cause force.
1: Yeah, because... In 4, 5, and 6, the whole idea of the Force was that it was it was basically more like a religion. Yeah. And it was like this cosmic entity that anybody could control or, you know, have some sort of attunement with. And that's even why, like, because Luke and Han had the whole conversation about it. And Han's just like, I don't believe in it. Yeah, hokey religion. Yeah. He just calls hokey it hokey old religion. Yeah. But... And then to just
0: God, Harrison Ford's been grumpy forever, hasn't he? Yeah,
1: Harrison Ford's been grumpy forever. I didn't realize that. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's something they could do with midichlorians is if they just sort of like acknowledged it, but made sure to mention that like that was just something people used to think, and now they don't anymore. And it could be a very quick thing. Like it wouldn't have, like there wouldn't have to be an entire scene where they talk about how midichlorians used to be a thing.
0: No, no. And if they had like the TV shows that are talking about. Knights of the Old Republic would be mm-hmm. a great way that people are starting. It's like a rumor kind of thing that people are pseudo and people are like, oh, it's bullshit. And then they go, well, it's starting to take mainstream now. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I mean, that's you don't have to dwell on it. You don't have to bring it up. That's a right. good point because I think midichlorians are a big problem for yeah. the prequels.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think also maybe adding pod racing back in. I know some people hate the pod racing scenes in all of it. I don't <sighs> think you make another half a movie of pod racing. But yeah. I think if you show that gambling, pod racing, these kind of games happen mm-hmm. in the universe, right? it gives us some credence to be in there and why it's yeah. so important. It's We're such true. a dangerous activity. It's such a stupid thing to do. It's so out there, but so mainstream. It's like NASCAR. Mm-hmm. People gather all around. This is the dirt track you know, yeah. for that. But a kid being able to do it, wow, that really is impressive. Because the thing was, they just told us it was impressive and then showed us it. And we were all like, it was cool looking, but was it really impressive?
1: Right. Because, like, episode 1, 2, and 3, you got to see a bunch of, like, thriving, interesting places where people just were being people. And then 4, 5, and 6 was mostly war. 4, yeah. 5, and 6 was just people fighting other people and people hiding from other people. And So, for 7, 8, and 9, it'll be interesting if they... It makes sense to show pod racing, even on a small scale, just to show, like, you might... Because on, what is the new planet, Jakku? Yeah. Like, on that new planet, it'd be interesting if, like, there was a city with, like, just people having normal lives... And sometimes they go and gamble on Pod racing.
0: Yeah, like a, just a
1: billboard in the background that's like yeah, even a super billboard. famous
0: Pod Racer advertising.
1: Yeah. And maybe that'll be enough for them to make a new Pod Racer video game, and Chris will be super happy. But that was the best thing that came
0: out of the prequels <laughs> for me. Really? Out. I mean, I love the end scene in three. It is, yeah. you know, the whole Lion King thing was awesome. I love that fight. Yeah. But Pod Racing, that game, the arcade version, you can't knock it.
1: Yeah, I will buy the arcade version someday for sure. Yeah, I think that'd be good to bring pod racing back in at least some aspect.
0: I mean, just to tie. I think that's the general idea is if you could tie things in mm-hmm. overall with what's happening right. because they missed a big opportunity for me in the Clone Wars uh, cartoons by not ever showing Anakin's like yearning and love of Padme like. They had an opportunity to tie that up because instead we just get these big gaps and I love you and all of a sudden let's have kids and be married and run off and I'll betray everything I've ever learned in this life mm-hmm. and that that was really what killed it. I mean, of course there's other things, acting, dialogue that we yeah. could, but you can't fix those. So I'm saying you, yeah, can't you can't fix those. But if you talk about like someone finds Anakin's journals in the new one, like <laughs> his grandkids, like mm-hmm. wow, shit, he really did love her.
1: Yeah. That something like that. Um or Luke, or Leia talking about, talking, it'd be, for one thing, it'd be really interesting to me if, okay, there's the ghosts, right? The Force ghosts. What if, do they ever talk to them? Yeah, they talk all the time. I mean, do they, like, does Luke talk to a ghost? Yeah. Does that happen? Yeah. Do I not remember that for some reason? I thought it was always just voices,
0: well, I mean, I we think, see them, and yeah. he talks to them, so yes, he talks okay. to Ghost.
1: Because I think it'd be interesting if, okay, in, I'm pretty sure it's in 6, whenever Vader, like, talks to Luke with his mind. Is that in 5 or 6?
0: Uh, Yeah, he talks to him. I mean, does he talk to him, talk to him? I think whenever he's, like, be...
1: telling him to come back or whatever. Because like, he's, like, right after he tells him, He's his father. Well, you that's know, the end of Empire. Yeah, that's the end of Empire. And he's flying vampire. away, and he's talking to him. Remember? Because he's laying there, and he's, and he's telling him he's to screaming. come back. Yeah,
0: and he's, then they pick him up, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, whenever they're telling him to come back, it's like, what if Luke said something like, he was looking into his mind as he was dying, or something like that, and he saw all these memories of his parents, since he never knew his mom It'd be like, what if he had, like, if he could see some kind of memory of his mom Well, Leia, his Leia,
0: Leia does say that, that she remembers, remembers oh, she yeah. doesn't remember anything, and he's, she says only a little bit, I, you know, flashes kind of thing. Right, right, right. I think there's room for it. Now, I, I want to jump in here because I feel like people will get confused by what we're saying. This isn't what the movie should be about or dwell. We're all talking about little background snippet, two-second things that should be there, like the banner in the background.
1: Luke's mm-hmm. saying,
0: I saw how much my father loved my mother. That's why I can't fall in love with you if he has a love interest in Mary Jane. Right. Uh, you know, things like that. I don't want them to make this whole thing like they did with the prequels, trying to tie everything, and this whole thing has to happen around yeah, yeah, yeah. these six people, and nothing outside of it is important.
1: Yeah, I feel like that was one of the problems with the prequel trilogy, too, is like if there's such a time gap in between three and four... You don't have to try to explain everything in 1, 2, and 3. You can just say that some things happened between 3 and 4.
0: Yeah, because it really did seem like 20, 20 years or so. That's a really big... I mean, I think it's, what, 4... 16 years between the Battle <laughs> Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that time period there, a decade and a half, 20 years. That's a, that's
1: a lot of time for things yeah. to have happened. A lot of things could happen in that time. So why...
0: Did they feel the need to do it? I don't know. I, we can't remake them, but we can save them. And the ways we could save them is maybe we show what was happening there, in flashback kind of detail thing. Somebody talking about it, be like, "I was there when your father did this," and then shows he maybe Vader was held prisoner for fucking five years on a planet.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe he
0: was fighting an endless campaign on the edge of the universe against some badasses, and that's why all these things had to be crammed in there. I mean, it doesn't make it any better that they were crammed in there, but it at least explains why. Yeah. But yes, I think that by using the expanded universe wisely and by dropping subtle hints, you can kind of arrest the development and tie it all together so that it makes sense looking back. <laughs> yeah,
1: arrest the development. That's a good That's, that's a
0: good... the way I want to see it, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's things you don't notice off the bat, but once it gets all wrapped up, you're like,
1: oh, yeah. I think... Metachlorians aren't bullshit. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool, actually. Well,
0: I I think we can save it if they handle these right. I mean, the main thing I want to see. It's movies, funny is they
1: could only they could only like touch on a, two or three things from the original. Oh yeah, or you, don't want, prequels you don't want you don't want it. You don't want to do it. A lot better.
0: And that's in the movies now. I think if there's once you get into solo movies, and you get into, hopefully solo movies, the the young Han trilogy. I'm a big fan. I know yeah. the EU's kind of out in limbo right now as yeah. to what is in the Holocron and what isn't. But I think you do it. Now, a TV series, you have some time to drop some really good things in there. I mean, you could base yeah. a whole episode on pod racing, and it still wouldn't be the focus of the series.
1: One thing I'm kind of disappointed myself about, I guess uh, I've never seen the trilogy. Not the trilogy. I've never seen the oh. series. I've never seen... Uh, the Clone Wars? The Clone Wars, or what's the new one? Uh, Rebels. Rebels. I've never seen either of those at all. Have you watched them? Yeah. There, good?
0: The Clone Wars isn't my cup of tea. I mean, it's good for story purposes a little bit. But it also has a problem of introducing a lot of people and themes that we don't see. Um, and it also just focuses on the same group again. It's mm. not my thing. Uh,
1: there was Reb- enough of the Clone Wars in Episode 2.
0: <laughs> yeah, Rebels is much, uh, much better in my opinion. Because we get to see them actually being people, like you were saying. Mm. And I think I would want more of that. But I don't want it so kid-friendly. I mean, they're making it for kids. They're already gonna make sure these movies are rated and have content for kids. Don't dumb everything down to that level. One of the best parts of the expanded universe for me has always been there were parts of it that you didn't want kids to know about that would have been too dark for kids. Right. Like I mean, there's there's galactic wars in some of these novels and it just wipes people out. Now yeah. I, I don't know.
1: One thing um I was thinking about This doesn't have anything to do with saving the original trilogy. But I just like getting people's opinion about this. Because everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a different opinion. Do you think Boba Fett's alive? And do you want him to be alive? Yes and yes. You think so? Yeah. So I know the extended universe, he climbed out of the Sarlacc pit, didn't
0: he? Uh, uh, Yeah, actually in my uh, episode 7 fanfic, it Mm -hmm. starts with Boba Fett climbing out of the Sarlacc. I read that, didn't I? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I read your. Fanfics, a yeah. lot of people read it. It's it's yeah. actually
0: on Reddit, and it got a lot of uh, it got a lot of attention. People like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I answered. It's funny because it's still in my head. Like I've visualized it in my head enough. That oh yeah, just that arm, the Day yeah. of the Dead arm coming
0: yeah, out, and yeah. you seeing it, and then him walking oh, yeah. in to the cantina. I'm gonna go into my fanfic, I guess, for a little bit here. He walks into the cantina after he gets out of the desert, and other scenes happen, and people go, "Who do you think you are?" And one armed man, you know, and he takes off his helmet, and everyone realizes, "Oh shit, it really is Boba Fett." And then he just blasts the guy for asking him the question. Turns to the guy and says one word. He just says, solo. And then it cuts. Of course, it's swipe. Because George Lucas didn't teach anyone else how to <laughs> do any other cuts.
1: Yeah, that's true. Just but, swipes.
0: But I think that, yeah. Boba Fett being back and being the new baddie for a little bit yeah. is, is a little bit interesting. Because it ties it in. It get, and plus, we know him. It gives us time to explore these new characters they're going to show us. Right. Giving us an old threat would let us... You know, we already know. him. We don't need his backstory. We right. have his backstory. Yeah. So we just need to see him do Boba Fetty things. Yeah. And the movie Boba movies. Fetty things. That's right. His backpack's gadgets. I Boba mean Boba
1: Fetticini Alfredo. Yeah. The great thing is is that like he wouldn't be going after a bounty like it's at that point it's like no, I have to.
0: Yeah, he's De Django now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's De Django. De Django. That's
0: right. The D is not silent.
1: <laughs> Jamie
0: Foxx is an illiterate slave, so he can't read that right.
1: Oh god, he's the Django Fett. <laughs> that's right. It all makes sense now. He's the Django Fett.
0: Yeah, well that's the other thing, you know. Is it gonna I mean, are we gonna get uh what's his name? Tony Morosa, I think is the guy that played Django? Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean he has to play Boba Fett if we see face, right? Yeah. So, probably not seeing face. But yeah. not CGI. Please don't CGI him. I know they're going through great efforts not to have computers run this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, I hope that that is. Because BB is going to be there. BB is an amazing piece of technology just in itself with those magnets.
1: Yeah, yeah, BB it's pretty great.
0: But anyway, yes, you can save uh, the prequels. I think prequels. we can
1: save the prequels. Oh,
0: I don't know about save. They don't need to be saved. Let, let's. I'll backtrack on that for myself. They're not that bad that they need saving. But they can be helped. Yeah. They can be brought up. Especially one. Right. I think if you focus your help on one, that brings up the whole trilogy. hmm And that brings up the whole series. So right. I'd like to see them try that. But yes, yeah. it can be safe.
1: Yeah. Um, let me think here. We're at 32 minutes. Do you think that's enough? Or should I, we keep going? Um. So I think it'd be cool to split it up into different, video- yeah. into different things, too. Yeah. Alright, well, thank you guys for watching. Listening. Listening. Being here with us. Being here with us as we talk about Terminator and Star Wars.
0: And try to figure out what they did wrong and how they can fix it going forward.
1: Yes. How they can fix it going forward. Now, next time, we'll be talking about uh...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man?
1: Yeah, next, on the next episode of Can Can They Save It? Can They Save It? We'll talk about Spider-Man. And Fantastic Four. The and Fantastic superhero Four. Superhero saving. We'll, yeah, superhero saving. We'll talk about Fantastic Four and Spider-Man. Hopefully those
0: movies haven't come out by the next time we, we do Hopefully,
1: this. yeah, hopefully <laughs> hopefully we'll get this one out uh, in a timely manner.
0: Yeah, and the next one, because, you know, I don't think we could. Can they save the Fantastic Four? Yes, they can. turns out people committed suicide in the movie theater. Watching the film. Oh. It's a late podcast. (laughs) Bye. Goodbye.